God has a specific desire and design for your role as a mom. Join me as we discuss common mom stuff and how we can and should view it from the heart of Jesus. My desire is that you will leave each episode with a smile on your face and empowered to be one step closer to the mom God has called you to be. Hey friend, it is Tiffany from the Mommyhood Empowered Podcast, and today we are kicking off our series called Don't Forget to Take Care of Yourself. Today we are going to be talking about taking care of your physical body. The health of your physical body directly plays into how it looks and how you feel. Last week's episode in episode 18, we gave an overview of six areas of life that I give intentional time and effort to growing. I don't want them to just stay stagnant. I actually even want these areas to grow. The six areas that we talked about in last week's episode, in case you missed it, they were physical appearance and health, which is what we're doing today, and then growing your relationship with God, growing friendships, fun, work, or dreams, and rest or restore. Those are the six areas of life that I really feel moms need to keep in their lives, even during motherhood. You know, motherhood gets so busy. It's easy not to do anything for yourself or at least only the bare minimum to get by. In last week's episode, I asked you to pause and think during this past week about each of those six areas that I listed and to really reflect on that and see what you are doing already in those areas or what you want to do in those areas. Once you got a idea of different things that you're already doing in those areas, it's easier to see things that you can do to improve upon them so that you can intentionally grow those areas of your life. That's the purpose of this series that we're doing. Intentionally investing in these areas of your life is not meant to add more things to your to-do list and overwhelm you. Instead, it's meant to enhance your life. As your own personal mental, physical, and spiritual health flourishes, every other part of your life is going to as well, including your motherhood, which I know is so important to each of you listening. As we go through these episodes, I encourage you to start doing these things immediately. The best time to start is now. Don't wait to hear the entire series before you start putting these things into practice. It's going to actually be easier if you just take this week by week and start working and incorporating each area into your life as you hear the episode. Otherwise, it's going to be really overwhelming to do everything all at once. If you hear some ideas while we were talking on today's episode or the ones that are to come that really resonate with you and you want to try, then write those things down so you don't forget and immediately put them into practice. So let's get into today's topic, your physical body. We are going to be talking about the benefits of taking care of your body. We are going to be talking about practical, not complicated ways to do this and things that you can do that will help you keep doing it. 
How you take care of your physical body directly affects how you feel inside and how you show up as a mom. I want to show up as the best mom possible, and that is why I focus on taking care of myself as well. I want you to leave this podcast encouraged that you can take care of your body, even in the midst of the craziness and the demands of motherhood. I know it can seem overwhelming and realistic and honestly downright impossible to take care of yourself properly. I'm going to agree with you that it is more complicated to do this during motherhood, but I disagree that it is impossible. It simply takes looking at it a different way than perhaps you have in the past, and it's going to take a large dose of commitment as well. It can be done. If you feel discouraged right now, I want you to get excited because you are going to leave this episode with a new mindset and a new hope. So first things first, I want to take a moment to remind you that God cares about your physical body and how you treat it. In scripture, your body is described as a temple. Temples are very special. They are well-kept places. Your body is also special to God and should be taken care of well. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 tells you to honor God with your body. Many people think of this verse as a command to not do anything immoral to your body. And while it is certainly that, there's more to it as well. Your body is also honored whenever you care for it in a way that makes it its best presentation of self. And that's by being healthy. God wants you to be healthy. Truly, God can help you with this journey to taking care of your body. There's no reason to not pray about this and ask God to help you with commitment and determination. And don't just pray this one time and expect it to just happen easily. This is something that you are going to need to keep praying for a daily renewal. Committing to and sticking to taking care of your body is hard, especially in the middle of motherhood. Having God's empowering you, though, it's going to help so much. Your mindset matters when it comes to your health. This includes knowing God is empowering you in this area, just like the other areas of difficulties in your life. With God's help, you can be strong. You can have energy and you can eat healthy foods. You can. So let's start by talking about exercise. Exercise is a use it or lose it situation. This is why I have consistently maintained exercise for over two decades. The intensity of my exercise has only went up as I've gotten older, not down. And it's because I've never stopped. I've only been committed to improving it. It's always easier to maintain something than to build it back, even in the harder seasons of life, like pregnancy or whenever your kids are extra little. Some kind of maintenance is going to be better than giving up completely. So if you currently exercise, do not stop. And if you don't exercise, then start and then don't stop. Here's some things that help you be committed to exercise. That is focusing on the benefits. 
It's hard to want to do something if you don't believe there's any benefit to it. So some of the benefits exercise has for you is that it's going to help your body look better. It sculpts your body as fat diminishes and your muscles get sculpted. Exercise helps your cardiovascular health, which is what makes you live longer. You need your heart to keep working in order to live. Exercise helps your stamina to do real life activities like riding bikes, going on walks, playing tag with your kids, walking around amusement parks or zoos. It helps you enjoy or not enjoy, but it helps you carry in all of those groceries that you purchase. And also carrying your kids around whenever their feet get tired. There are feel-good benefits that happen whenever you exercise. Endorphins are released. These are the things that make you feel blissful and happy. If I'm in a grumpy mood, I know that I can do exercise, even if it's just for like 10 or 15 minutes, just something to get my heart rate up. And I know that I'm going to feel less grumpy because of it. You need to determine your motivation for this. And this is going to be different for every person. Figure out what the benefit is that you are most excited about and make that your motivator to keep going. Another way of saying this is what is your why? Like, why do you want to have a healthy body? Figure out what that thing is, that thing that is so important that to you that it's worth the effort. And remind yourself of this daily so that you don't forget. Make a commitment to exercise. Decide to do this and don't let anything make it not happen. I literally put exercise on my to-do list and assign an exact time every single day. Timing is everything when it comes to actually getting the exercise done. The time I choose is whenever I can do it uninterrupted because otherwise I just get frustrated if I'm being interrupted constantly and I can't concentrate on the exercise. For me, during this season of life, it means that I get up and do it before my kids are awake. I've always enjoyed exercising in the morning because I immediately feel accomplished and I can mark something off the to-do list. I get those endorphins. And also I haven't showered and gotten dressed for my day. So I can just do all that before that ever happens. Also, I find that if I think that I'll just do it later in the day, that later never comes. It keeps getting delayed and delayed until it never happens. The point, though, is just picking a time that you will commit to, whatever that time is for you, and don't let anything come between it. Just like if you had an appointment on your calendar for the doctor or a work appointment, you would not just push those off. You would go to it no matter what, and exercise appointments are no different. This might mean finding a gym that has childcare so that you are uninterrupted that way. I know this can be hard for some moms to leave their kids at childcare, at gyms. And I'll admit, whenever my kids were younger, it was extra hard. I worried about them more. But they eventually grew to love it. And even during the season that they didn't love it so much, I knew it was a means to an end. And I had to remember that it was short-term pain for a long-term goal. 
and they don't even remember that they didn't like it at one point, and now they love it, so it's no big deal. When we first start exercising, or really whenever we start anything new, it is common to not know where to start, and that can be what makes us never start, because we just don't know where to. I don't want that to be the case with your physical health. I want you to try out something, anything. Find what works for you and what you enjoy, and then do that. You know, this could even change over time. So what you like now or what you used to like may not be what you like now. Just give something a try. The options are literally limitless. There's spinning, Zumba, walking, running, bar, Pilates, boot type, boot camp type classes. I mean, this only scratches the surface of what's available. A great place to start if you're new to exercise is to join a local gym or studio and look at their class schedule. I love going to classes because there's community in that and there are people holding you accountable and you get to try some really neat new things. So get the schedule, try out a few classes and see which ones you like and do those. You really need to have at least 30 minutes every single day of some form of movement. And usually I take one day off a week from that. Don't overthink what it is that you're doing at first. Just do something and go from there. As you get better at exercise, you can increase the length and intensity of it. Now we're going to move to eating healthy. Eating healthy is actually going to be the main thing that gets you to your health and your weight goals. It's often the hardest, or at least it is for me. This is not a short-term thing. This is also another thing where your mindset needs to change, where it's not just a short-term diet. It's a long-term way of eating. And sure, there's going to be seasons of life when you're stricter than others when you are trying to lose weight, but that's not going to be for forever. But Overall, even whenever that strictness lick lifts, you are still going to be committed to healthy eating because if you don't continue to eat healthy, you're not going to stay healthy. It just doesn't work that way. I have something that I say to myself whenever I am tempted to start eating things that are not great for me, and that is nothing tastes as good as healthy feels. And that's the absolute truth. I've never regretted anything I didn't eat, but I have regretted things that I did eat too much of that weren't good for me. I've pretty much eaten the same since college. Consistency is what has made my weight not fluctuate too much. I focus mostly on lean meats like chicken and fish, and I eat a lot of vegetables, usually in the form of salad. Anybody that knows me knows I'm obsessed with salad. You may be thinking this sounds miserable, but as you eat better, your taste buds really do change and you start to enjoy and even crave the foods that at one point you didn't ever want to eat. My weakness is definitely sweets and carbs, and I do my best to limit those things in my life because I know that once I start, it's hard to stop. Now, I do eat sweets. It's not like they're completely off limits, but I try to keep them out of the house. And I limit them to once or twice a week, and you will never see me eating an entire dessert by myself. I always take a small portion, or if it's at a restaurant where it's only a large 
portion that's served, I share it with my husband or my kids, or I pack it up in a to-go box to share with somebody later and finish it off at a later time. There are certain foods I just really absolutely can't have in the house, like licorice or cookie cake. Other things don't bother me much. I could stare at a box of donuts for days and never have a single one. We all have our own thing. So don't try to tempt your own self thinking that willpower will win because it likely won't. And why tempt it? The important thing with your diet is to keep it simple. If you try to make it too fancy, that's whenever we tend to just throw our hands up in the air and head for the nearest bowl of leftover mac and cheese. Moms don't have time for fancy. Just keep it simple. Six to eight ounces of protein and a cooked vegetable and fruit makes a perfect meal. As far as beverages go, keep it limited to water, coffee, and unsweetened tea. And incorporate the family into what you're eating. There's no reason for you to make a million meals for your kids, your husband, you. You can all eat on the same thing and then kind of tweak it a little bit for different people, like your kids. My husband eats exactly pretty much what I do, and the kids usually do too, and I add a little extra carb for them. So our meals usually rotate between hamburgers, steak, chicken, shrimp, or fish. The kids, of course, add the buns to their hamburgers, and they get the sides of mac and cheese. But we're still eating the same main meal. For lunches for myself, I usually buy pre-grilled chicken so that I only have to warm it up and then I can roast some vegetable with it or throw it on a salad and I'm done. It's effortless and I don't have to think about it. I find for lunch that whenever I'm looking for something, I can get overwhelmed if I don't have just one to two simple meals that I can rotate between around. It just takes the thought out of it and prevents me from staring at the fridge, trying to make a decision while I am potentially already feeling overwhelmed with just mom life. Really just the take home of the healthy eating segment is just make it simple. Lastly today, I want to talk to you about ways that you can contribute to your physical appearance, but they're ways that aren't necessarily health enhancers. They are just physical enhancers. Helps the way that we like the reflection in the mirror, if you want to say it that way. The way we look and how we feel about the way we look, it definitely plays into how we feel and how we show up as a mom and a wife as well. These things are things that can be helpers to how you feel about your appearance. Things in this category would be things that would include like manicures and pedicures, haircuts, hair colorings, cosmetic procedures, skin care, like facials, lash extensions, things like that. And what matters to you isn't going to matter to somebody else and vice versa. And sometimes what matters to you in one season isn't going to matter to you in the next season. Like manicures used to be really important to me and so did lash extensions. And I don't get either one of those anymore because the effort it takes to make those routine appointments just don't pay off to me any longer. Now I'm aware these things cost money and a lot of it depends on the extent that you're doing. 
But if you're able to afford these items, I highly recommend making these appointments routine and not feeling guilty about it. One way to help keep the routine appointment is to make an appointment for the next appointment while you're at the current appointment. That always helps me because otherwise time gets away and I never make the next appointment. And then it's hard to get in sometimes. You know, there's many things that are available for at-home use for a fraction of the cost. I mean, one of the reasons I don't get manicures anymore is because I found a product that I really love for my nails. Sometimes simply the game changer for the way you feel about your physical appearance is just simply washing and fixing your hair or doing your makeup, even if no one other than your kids or your husband are going to see you. I always remember in these moments when I'm tempted to not do that, that there have been days in my life when the entire reason that I did fix my hair and makeup was because I was going to see my husband. After years of marriage, I know that this can be not as exciting, but it's still important to keep up with your hair and your makeup. And it can really make a difference in the way you feel during your day, even if nobody else sees you. I know a lot of these things can be considered time-consuming and frivolous, but they really aren't whenever you consider how good they make you feel about yourself and therefore how you show up to others. It's okay to spend time, energy, and money on you. As I close out this episode, I hope that this episode doesn't make you feel bad about what you aren't doing. I hope it only serves to inspire you to take steps to take care of your physical body. Literally, no one can do this for you, but I believe in your ability, partnered with God, to do this. And now a prayer for you. Dear Lord, you see this mom that's listening to my voice. You knit her together in her mother's womb. You formed every single piece of her physical body. You know her strengths when it comes to health and you know her weaknesses. I pray that you would help her to begin and remain committed to doing these things and to help her become the best version of the physical self that she can be. Connect her with people that will inspire her and encourage her along the way and put resources in front of her that will help her with her health journey. Dear Lord, you want us to have a strong and able body. Give her the determination to achieve exactly that. Let her know she is not in this alone, but rather doing this with you. Let her see and feel tangible results soon as she puts into practice new ways of moving and eating. Amen. Hey, this is Tiffany. You have just listened to the Mommyhood Empowered Podcast. I pray that you have a smile on your face right now and that you are determined to go out into your world and make somebody else smile too. Have a blessed day.